Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What's up, fam? What's good? What's good? What's good? It is Foxhole Friday. Good to see you guys all out there. We have special guest Red Bill 78 in the house. Stand by for that momentarily. I am very much looking forward to hanging out with my bro, Zach. It's been a while since we talked, and I know he's had a, a rough month. So I'll talk a little bit about what he's been up to, how he's feeling, and the rest. But first, you're looking live at the Foxhole.app. That's right, the Foxhole.app. Do me a favor. Grab the link. Dump it into your favorite social media. Tell people what we're trying to do here. Help support free speech platforms like the Foxhole.app tiger network i'll even throw cloud hub in there god bless them for the work that they've done work to to help support us as well do me a favor go up to the top here support these guys support your free speech platforms do what you can to buy them a cup of coffee every now and then these guys need your help they're working very hard to help support us and as you can see i think we're up over 60 people on the foxhole.app now god bless the mats and methods and everyone else behind the scenes who are doing what they can to make the foxhole.app a successful platform. Finally, check out the website when you guys get time. Uncensoredabe.com is the spot. You can find the latest podcast up there. Miguel, California, yesterday, hanging out with us was a great show. I thoroughly enjoyed just hanging out with him and having him do his first uh, lives, uh, live streams, uh, live songs on the foxhole.app. That was pretty cool. I'm looking forward to hearing more from him. I know he's got some more coming in the near future as well. Search Brothers Uncensored on any podcast platform, and you'll be able to find us quite easily. Thanks for thanks to you guys. We just hit 1,000 downloads on about 52 episodes of Brothers Uncensored. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you guys very much. Do me a favor. Help spread the word for me. Uh, the, the newsletter is still kind of under construction. We're just gathering names for right now for when I finally get the time to actually uh, attack that task. That's coming soon. Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube hates us. Fuck them. DLive, CloudHub, Tiger Network is where you can find us on the live stream flat platforms. The blog is up. The latest uh, latest content from the shows you can always find there. If you couldn't grab them during the show, you can always go to UncensoredAve.com and find those. Finally, Cash App, Patreon, PayPal is how you can support us if you want to help keep the lights on. Patreon, if you join Patreon, get, buy me a cup of coffee once a month, help me keep the lights on, and I'll get you guys in access to our private Discord, which you can come in and hang out, find out what I'm cooking, find out what the, what's going on for the show content, what's upcoming. And you would have known... Probably a, a couple weeks ago that uh, we have a special guest here today, and that special guest is somebody who I call a friend and a brother, and that is Zach, Brothers Uncensored. First, let me get my Brothers Uncensored. Zach, the corruption detector. Uh, first, let me get my bro in here to bail me out because I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Go ahead, bro. What's up? Yeah, let me take over from there, man. Uh, you, you do an incredible job getting that intro out. But I just want to say a quick hello to everybody out there between Foxhole, D Live, and everywhere else. 
Glad to see you all out there today. I'm super excited as well to have Red Pill back. Before we bring Red Pill in, though, I have to play a little intro song for him. And here we go. Or he doesn't want to cooperate. That's fine, too. <laughs> there we go. 15 to 2 Cubs, by the way. Everybody, let's welcome Red Pill 78 to the show. Welcome, brother. A mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, my libido. That is one of the most important songs in the 90s. I still remember exactly where I was the first time I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit come across that radio. And I thought to myself, wait a second, this isn't poison. What's going on here? Things are changing. And that was uh, a seminal day, man. I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, man. I, I, we think back to when that first came out. I just there was nothing like it out there. It was just epic, and it just totally just just speak spoke to a lot of people. I go back and listen to that song now. I'm like, man, I hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> it's Whatever. so overplayed. No, yeah. no, get out of here, man. That song paved the way for so many bands in so many different ways. Uh, I was just before the show. I was just telling Red Pill the first time I saw. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pearl Jam, Smashing Pumpkins was at Northern Illinois University in a basketball court that had the same like smells like team uh, spirit feel to it. And um, I, you know, I still relate that to that song. So I love that song, man. I love the band Nirvana, too. Yeah, they're a great band, you know, and uh, it Kurt Cobain obviously died well before his time, probably murdered by his uh, <laughs> sex wife, Courtney Love, allegedly. Allegedly, uh, but yes. yeah, allegedly, I, you know, yeah, it, it was, um, I remember also when Kurt Cobain died, my mom, I was at my girlfriend's house and my mom called and she was like, Oh honey, she was like, have you heard? And I was like, no, what's up? And she's like, Kurt Cobain shot himself. And she thought that I was going to be like, so upset because like, obviously I loved Nirvana at the time. And I was like, Oh wow, that really sucks. But like, uh, I never ever once considered joining Kurt Cobain in the afterlife. Uh, although I know there were a lot of kids who did though. <laughs> Man, yeah. I tell you what, I had some close friends that that uh, took it like it was their father that that just died or something. It was uh, yeah. it was an amazing experience to see so many people have that that kind of reaction to it. I, I yeah. saw they had a on Pluto. They got this conspiracy channel. I love it, dude. You guys got to watch it when you guys get time. Uh, it's like it's like I can't remember what it's called, paranormal or something like that. TV, um, but they had this special on uh, Kurt Cobain. And it was really well done. It had the had one of the original detectives that was there on the scene who knew mm. more, who actually dug into it more, wouldn't let the story die. He was the first one there, along with the first cops. They didn't know that he was in the loft, in the barn, on the property, the first two days that they were there. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> yeah. So oh, they, man. So they missed that. They, they didn't even search the whole property. <laughs> Well, yeah, policing has certainly changed since the 1990s, apparently. <laughs> Something was definitely up with that story. But anyways, first of all, man, how you feeling? How you doing? I know you've been hurting for the last couple of weeks. How you doing now, man? Yes. 
Uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling better. I'm on the up and up. Um, but yeah, you know, this, uh, I feel, you know, I'll be perfectly honest with you. It's been a struggle, a daily struggle ever since, uh, the, the beginning of January, let's say. And, um, you know, it just, it is what it is. Uh, and, uh, I feel in, in, in a certain internal drive to keep going and, um, you know, uh, keep up the fight, I guess, so to speak. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it certainly feels like there are a lot of different elements coming at, uh, all of us from uh, a number of different directions, but getting sick, you know, I mean, like that's tough, especially when I, um, I feel I've always been a person who didn't like to take the day off or, you know, I would try to go into work or something if I was sick, um, you know, it wasn't real big on, uh, you know, just laying in bed. And that's probably what you need to do when, when you're super ill like that. But it's just difficult for me to do. I always feel too many different things happening. I need to be doing stuff. I have ADD super bad. So, uh, you know, I'm generally doing like five or six different things all at the same time. And if I can only do one thing at a time, it, I feel like I'm going to go insane. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, you know, we Joe and I know how much work you put into it. There's not a lot of people that really get how much you have to put into pulling off successful shows, and you've done it for a long time at a high level. And I'll be honest with you, man, I've learned so much from you over the past four years. It's just it's amazing to, to how we've all kind of uh, lifted each other up in some ways. And, you know, your drive is what drives me. I just I, I can't be outworked. I have that kind of attitude where I'm just like, OK, if, if that's what he's is, that's what it takes for Red Pill to do it. Then I understand that what I need to do is step my game up. And after January, I, I had to, I had to come to to Alan moment. <laughs> and, it, you know, it was because Jesus had been guiding me here. And now it was time for Alan to have a discussion with himself. Or, mm-hmm. Do you really want to do this? Because now is the time to get off the sp- the pot, man. And so Joe and I have tried to step our game up because your shit is so freaking good, man. When you go back and look at all this, what was your first show? Do you remember what your first when what year and what was your first show? Well, uh, I, I I do remember my first like produced show and my first live show. Um, my first like produced show, the first video I ever made uh, was about Eric Swalwell uh, calling for use of nuclear weapons against uh, proponents of the Second Amendment. I thought that was just uh, too much. I had to make a video about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I made that one. And then. Um, you know, I was uh, after a little while, like Red Pill Girlfriend was like, you know, you really ought to start streaming. And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, I have to be live in front of people like it's a, it's one thing to maybe do a couple of takes and get it right. You know, and then it's another thing to have to just, you know, constant word salad coming out of your mouth. You right? know, And, and now oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot easier now. You know, you did a great job in the in the intro, both of you guys. <clears throat> but now, you know, it's a it's a different situation. I feel a little bit more at ease with it. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, I just don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could sit there for an hour, an hour or two and talk to people uh, and uh, and be able to, to pull it off. And uh, and so she suggested that uh, that I start doing it. And the very first time I ever went live uh, was when we got the first uh, court documents in the General Flynn case. And gotcha. I just very simply, you know, went through the court documents and it was like the aspect ratio was all wrong on on the screen like it was only like a quarter of my my uh, my computer monitor so you couldn't even see the whole document (laughs) and um but but like the first real like interview i ever did was with this guy 
man, I'm going to be really honest about this story. Um, okay, so there was this guy that reached out to me, and uh, and and he was he had his own show. He'd been doing something for a long time, and he was like, you know, there there everybody's against me, and nobody wants me to to be successful. And he was like, you know, if you let me come on your show, I think it would really help. And I was like, okay, well, I, I'm not real sure about doing that yet. I've never done it before. And and he was like, you know, oh, it's no big deal. You know, it'll be great. And so he kind of talked me into it. And um, Lisa, Red Pill Girlfriend, was like, you know, yeah, go for it. You know, if you've got a guy who wants to come on the air, you know, he's probably going to do mo- most of the talking. You're not going to have to worry about it. And um, and it, it didn't turn out all that great because um, he ended up, having an issue later with something that I said on on the stream like I characterized something incorrectly you know and just keeping in mind this is the first time I've ever gone live with another person and I didn't know all that much about what he was doing yeah he had this he had this property out west and his dream was to invite people to live there like for free um you know like a like a like a society of people giving back with their own um, talents and, and things that they could do to, to, you know, put in. And uh, with the idea being that it was going to be like, you know, all about liberty and, and freedom. And I was like trying to ask him to um, uh, just, just to explain it to me. And I was like, I was like, so uh, does it, does it, I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you want to have like a, like a commune for Patriots. And because I said commune, he was like, he was like, no, 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 no. Communes are for communists. And I was like, I was like, okay, you know, uh, you're totally right. I was like, so this is just, uh, so how would you, how would you describe it? Then? You know, I mean, if it's not a commune, it's a place where people come and live for free and, and everybody chips in on the pot, you know, and, um, and, you know, and so I didn't think you know, all that much of it at the time. But then like afterwards, he sent me this email and he was like, you're trying to destroy me. <laughs> it's like, you just sicked a hundred thousand people on me calling me a communist. And I was like, I was like, dude, that is not what I did. Uh, you know, and, and there was so much more like it's it's really funny because he like went off on me after that. And I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. Like if I if you think that I did something to try to destroy you, like obviously I didn't. You know, I'm like, why would I want to do that? Like on my first show, you know, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You should have just handed him the dictionary dot com. Ask him to go look up the definition of commune and ask him how ask him to explain how it's different than what he wanted to do. I remember that show. Now, yes, yes. during that time, there was there was a lot of talk of um, Joel. What's it called? Bell Island in Michigan. Right. Is that what it is? Um, Bell Island. Bell Island. I think, I think. it's Bell, Bell Isle. I-S-L-E. Yeah. And so Bell there was Isle. a lot of talk about turning that into like an, an autonomous zone of tax free mm. from the government. So the idea of what this guy was talking about is actually really interesting. It's kind of like a yeah. a sovereign uh, uh, declaring sovereignty over the over the federal government. So that is very interesting. And that discussion that yeah. you guys had did come out. And I, I didn't take it in a bad way at all. So I wish that guy, if he's still out there, he owes you an apology. Because <laughs> oh, he's he, he's definitely out there. Like he he sent me a series of like increasingly threatening messages. And um, this is also back when I had a Discord server. Like just like just so started. Glad it. I did this, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, he kind of put me off from uh, the idea of doing interviews after that. But then I kind of realized, OK, well, this isn't about me. This is this is about, you know, him. 
And um, and so, yeah, it got to the point where I was just like, I would appreciate it if you just don't write me anymore, because, you know, this is not the kind of interactions I want to be having with people again. I'm sorry. So um, so there was a couple of different times over the course of the last four years that he wrote me like, you know, like you mother <laughs> just like just kind of came at me again. And then just recently he sent me a message and he was like, hey, you want to bury the hatchet? I can come on your show again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if you're listening, you know, the answer is no. I, yeah. I don't even want to dip my toes in that water. Yeah. <laughs> Just one slip up of one word and all hell mm. breaks loose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you're, I, I really respect your approach, bro. I, I wish I could learn more on your patience and your ability to kind of stay really objective with your guests. I, I have a, I, I can't keep my opinions out of when somebody calls in or something, I just blurt it out, man. I can't fucking help myself, but you are very, um, you're very, uh, centered in that way. And I really respect your approach on that. How do you, is that, is that a purposeful approach or is that just kind of your personality? <laughs> oh, no, I definitely would say that's purposeful. You know, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that it's almost impossible to, have some level of opinion based conversation around all of these subjects, you know? So, you know, even if I, if I, if I agree with someone, obviously it's, it's going to happen naturally. I'm going to behave favorably towards them. Um, But if I'm, you know, if I, if I'm not in line with what they're saying, I want to, you know, approach it in such a manner so that, you know, there's a possibility that perhaps maybe they could change their mind or maybe they could change their own approach. Um, because, you know, I mean, I feel like I know the audience. Um, I know what they're going to, um, you know, I know the, what they're going to be favorable towards and what they're not. You know, every every time I have a guest on, I know they're going to be controversial, you know, or I know that they're just not going to mesh with the audience. You know, I always tell them ahead of time, you know, like, hey, you know, there's a way you can approach the stuff you're interested in and the message you're trying to bring. Um, you know, if you want people to be favorable to you, uh, you know, but, you know, if there is, um, you know, something that that you want to do or say that is going to be completely out of line with that, well, then, you know, I will be challenging you on it. But I mean, I'm not going to be confrontational because I I feel like, you know, I'm very diplomatic in my life and in my approach to uh, to virtually everything. But, you know, yes, I mean, I, I want to be as impartial as I possibly can be. But, you know, it's difficult when I feel really confident and, and, and positive about what they're talking about. But but, yeah, I, I want to be, um, you know, as remo- removed as I can be, because, you know, I, I, I even before I was doing this, I remember uh, many times watching interviews on television and, um, you know, being critical uh, in my my own, um, uh, you know, just uh, uh, picking a part of whatever it is that they're doing, you yeah. know, so like if you've got an interviewer who at the outset, you know, is confrontational with the person they're interviewing. I feel like it, it comes off, um, you know, kind of distastefully. Uh, I don't like to see that, you know, I would rather see uh, someone, you know, asking questions and asking for honest answers. And then, uh, you know, following up with, uh, with other questions that can still challenge, you know, but it doesn't have to be offensive. And, um, you know, and then at the same at the same time, you have interviews where people are just, you know, obviously uh, fawning over their subjects and the people that they're speaking with. You know, take any interview with Donald Trump with anybody in the mainstream media, Leslie Stahl, as an example, and then take a look at Joe Biden's appearance with like Anderson Cooper or whatever on 60 Minutes. And it's night and day. 
Okay, Joe Biden getting lobbed softballs and Donald Trump, you know, they are throwing, um, you know, basketballs filled with uh, 10 inch uh, spike nails. You know, I mean, it's and it's there's a big difference. And you can tell that there is an agenda from the beginning. You know, um, I, I feel that it's just a better approach if you can present the subject. Uh, and then ask questions to understand it. And then, um, you know, uh, ask questions that can, um, you know, make people think about these subjects in different ways. Um, because that's really what I want to do is I want people to I want people to think about what I'm telling them, what the guest is telling them. Um, and, and whether it's, you know, their own personal thought process that brings them to some point of understanding where maybe they align with the person, that's great. Or if it brings them further away and they be, they become more uh, centered in their, their own conclusions that it's not something they're interested in. But I, either way, I think that it gives us uh, the ability to understand points of view that, uh, that we may not align with because it's, it's inevitable. You, every single day, no matter where you go, you're going to come across people who do not ideologically or philosophically align with who you are, but you still have to exist with them. Okay. You know, our world is so messed up right now. Everybody is at each other's throats and, and they're so divided again along all of these different lines. Yeah. <clears throat> And I feel like that's a real shame. You know, I mean, like I it's basically for what the last 20, 25 years, we, we've been at war, you know, some state of war all across the globe. And uh, I remember one time I was thinking about joining the Air National Guard and it was before Bosnia. And uh, I remember I was like, it was like war's over. You know, who wants to go to war? Why would a president or any leader of one of these modern countries want to take us into a war where we have to spend money, where we have to kill people, where we have to sacrifice our citizens. You know, we, we've risen above that as a society. And then I was so wrong. And, um, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and now, now I see the profit motive behind it. I didn't see that before. I think society is where you are and where we all are with, with war. I think we've all come to the realization on all sides of the aisle that it's a <laughs> war's racket. It's, uh, it's really not what people make it out to be. There's plenty of pissed off veterans out there, too, that are similar like that. Joe, I see you wanted to hop in there. Go ahead, bud. No, I just I I I I was kind of relating, I guess, being with you, uh, you know, full time now and, and watching you, how you interview people and how you've become way more patient too, um, on multiple occasions, man. I mean, you know, and and so you've you've definitely grown uh, in many different ways as well. And, you know, I've been watching Red Pill, you know, since day one and you know, learn so much from them. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of uh, other podcasters and people out there can definitely say the same thing. And what you said there, Red Pill, is super important because it seems like, you know, you get the immediate pushback right away if somebody disagrees with something and they can't have an open mind right off the bat. And that's one of the things that um, if you can work on that, it's going to really broaden your horizons and make you understand where people are coming from a lot, a lot easier, a lot better. So it's a, it's a great point. It's something I, where I struggle with. It's not, I'm, I'm not good at it. I, I am <laughs> used to be really bad red pill. So I've improved on it and I've worked very hard to not, um, uh, to, to not cross that all line being that there's so much I want to say on every person's show 
that I that I hold back because I don't want to feel like I'm interfering with it. And I know I've crossed that line a few times. So for that, uh, I do apologize. I, your approach is so impressive, though, and how you do that. And I wish I could learn more on that and just allow the conversation to happen better. Um, you know, some of the things that you've that you've had on your show have been just amazing. I mean, it almost seems like you've used your your um, your platform to teach yourself about all kinds of different topics from every angle. And I yeah. love that approach that you that you use because we learn with you when you do stuff like that. But you're pretty well informed on a lot of different topics. How, how do you go about? you know, prepping for maybe a topic that you're not familiar with or, or, you know, how much research do you do ahead of time to make sure that you, that you're able to keep that uh, challenging approach without being offensive? Well, um, you know, I, I, I've always been kind of a, uh, an intellectual sponge, so to speak, you know, like there are so many different subjects that I have, um, you know, at least a casual interest, if not a great interest in. And so, yeah, uh, quite frankly, I, you know, quite frankly, I'm using that, uh, you know, all of my experience from over from across the years, you know, to, um, you know, be able to discuss a lot of these, these subjects. But, you know, to your point about, um, uh, you know, bringing in all these subjects that I'm, I'm interested in. I mean, yeah, that's, that's 100%. You know, um, I, one of the, the coolest things to me about doing this is that I, I have that luxury to be able to, uh, educate myself further and then research things that, you know, maybe I've always wanted to know about, but just never was able to get anything more than that casual uh, introduction to. But, you know, in terms of, um, uh, you know, something that if it's a subject that I'm not familiar with, like as an example, um, you know, my guest tomorrow is going to be uh, attorney Anna Garner. She is um, uh, from New Mexico, and she has a case, a uh, couple of clients uh, that were uh, being forced by their employers to get the, 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 the CV-19 vaccine. They didn't want to. Uh, I think this is a really important case. So yeah. you know, I have a, a, a base level understanding already about the vaccine, about the disease uh, or the sickness, rather. Uh, and now it just becomes a, a matter of introducing myself perhaps to New Mexico law or to prior case precedent uh, in uh, cases such as this. And as far as I know, there's only one prior case that lines up with this in terms of stuff they're going to be able to use. So, um, you know, it, it, it all depends on the, uh, the subject itself. Obviously, I, I'm going to want to do research on Anna and her career. I'm going to want to do research on the history of uh, forced vaccinations here in the United States, whether it's at, at, uh, at, at a job or at school or at, um, you know, military service. So it could go anywhere from, you know, uh, uh, like 30 minutes to several hours, two to five hours, maybe, um, you know, but like before I um, like go on for the show that night, like I'm already immersing myself in the subject at hand. So uh, yeah, I'm, I've told you guys before, I've got five computer monitors all around me right now. And uh, I have them each dedicated to different things throughout the day, depending on the, the task that I'm doing. Then I have, you know, uh, say, you know, research on one, I have a video going on another, uh, I have like, whatever it is I'm working on right here, whether it's the show, or, you know, it's uh, Photoshop, or, you know, video editing. Uh, and then uh, up in another one, I will have, um, you know, perhaps links that I've saved and, you know, other things that are happening all at once, messaging and stuff like that. Yeah. So then, 
I can kind of, you know, like all at the same time, I'm going between all of them and, uh, and, and, you know, checking stuff out. I'm watching things I'm reading, you know, you know, I've got usually no fewer than six individual windows of, of, uh, you know, 10 to 15, 20, uh, browser tabs all at the same time. And, uh, yeah, so it, it, it's, I uh, figures worst case, I'll just learn through osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just all yes. enter his brain through the matrix in the sky. <laughs> yeah. I'm just jack right in. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. It's, um, it's, you see a lot of people, a lot of new channels popping up now, and, and and there's some of them that, that don't, frankly, put the work in that needs to be put in to be successful. They just kind of think they're going to go live and bam, here we are. I'll have everyone watching. They don't realize how much work it takes to build an audience, to build a channel, to build content that people want to watch. It's not easy. I struggle yeah. with it all the time because it's like there is so many good people doing stuff out there now that there is so much competition. It's like how are you going to keep people wanting to watch you? And so then I yeah. I figured I'd just bring a prettier face in and maybe, maybe Joel will help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thanks um, i appreciate that real quick uh red pill uh just so you know Corey's Diggs did an awesome article out there last week called bribing incentivizing and threatening termination over covid vaccines is it legal um if you get a chance dude she did an awesome dig on yeah. that exact uh on that exact thing so i just wanted to mention that to you i appreciate that Corey is an incredible researcher she's a great writer uh, puts a puts a lot of time and dedication into what she does. So uh, yeah. yeah, I will definitely check that out. Yeah, she's time now. She's been really busy lately. She said she's had a lot of stuff going on and been working on a lot of those different things. So maybe she might be uh, back into going around the circuit again, and uh, maybe we could all get her on and, and highlight her work she, again. She is she is not easy to book. No, she's uh, not. <laughs> no, no, she's not real. She's not real hype about getting uh, on the air. It's easier to do it ahead of time and then edit it together. Oh, there's but, so much yeah. information that she puts into something. It's like, how do you, where do you even start to try to summarize that? So it's really hard for her to, to put her mind from that mm-hmm. bigger picture into just, you know, a, a, a 30 second yeah. discussion. Uh, it's pretty cool, though. I yeah. mean, that, that's one of the things that's been awesome about this community is you know the the some bitch i know is the, the the a lot of the people out there that behind the scenes have done so much great work and research and stuff that that have helped guide you know the i don't want to call it the truth movement but that's called the truth movement into a direction of having sauce to back up what we're trying to present to people and we've all highlighted their work at some point over the last 4 years and it's what made all of our shows better so that's what's been amazing about this is is how we've come into our own talents and been able to use those in ways to improve each other's uh shows and content it's been awesome man yeah 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 i definitely agree with you you know i mean the idea of sauce is so vitally important with uh, a, a great number of the subjects that we're discussing on all of these shows. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, there is uh, still several individuals out there making shows and uh, putting out information that's just bad information. And the question is, are they doing it no- knowingly? <laughs> is it knowingly, knowingly, knowingly? Or are they just sloppy? I don't know. But I tend to think that there are certain people out there who um, uh, just knowingly and willfully are putting out bad information that they know it cannot be backed up, that will not uh, result in any of the uh, results that they are, are, are claiming will happen. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's sad because those people get a lot of views, you know? I mean, it, because it's, it's hope porn. There's your answer. Uh, and, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's the reason truly why I believe people do it, um, because they know that they're going to be able to sucker people in to reel them in. And uh, they're going to be, you know, happy to have all of their expectations co-signed. Uh, and they're like, yeah, I'm really hoping this is going to happen. Well, this guy, you know, over in England said it's going to happen. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and run with it. And then a date comes and it goes and then uh, they push the goalposts and then another date comes and it goes and then it gets pushed back again. And, you know, I don't even know what they're saying anymore, but it's sad. It's sad to watch it. You know, and just one more final thought on it. You know, like the the most disappointing thing for me personally is uh, the demoralization that it causes in our larger group, our diaspora, if you will. Yes. Because uh, everybody is already in a difficult spot right now. You know, it has been it's been a rough six months. And, um, you know, I, I will totally uh, admit that there have been times where I got up in the morning, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, I don't know if I can do this for another four years. You know, I don't know that I can keep going and, uh, and, 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 and look out at the world and find that glimmer of hope that I, you know, I, I've, I've always been like that. I've always been an eternal optimist, yeah. but to, but to look out, look around me and, uh, and feel that, uh, you know, perhaps, perhaps there is no hope. That's a scary thing for me. That's, and if I'm feeling that, then I know other people have. And when, when people hear these uh, outrageous predictions come and then go and absolutely nothing happens, uh, I know that it does a disservice to this, this uh, greater movement at, uh, at large. And uh, that's what hurts the most to me. Oh, you're, you're might muted. It's very frustrating, and it's uh, my wrong mute button that time. Uh, <laughs> I got that one over here, so it's like I'm over here, I'm over here. I got to fix my layout. That's half my problem. I need to have my what I need in front of me instead of over here. Um, it, it's very frustrating, and I, you know, you know me. I've 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 been very opinionated on some of the cases until point of being offensive and pissing a lot of people off, and it's just like I, you know, I it, I get very frustrated when when when. Um, there's people don't do the due diligence and they say something as if it's 100% true. If you see something that's very outrageous, then present it as, did you hear about this? Is this for real? You know, present it as an opinion, not as a fact. And they present it as if it's going to happen. No, it's going to, it's, um, I wish it's very frustrating for me, even in my own discord. I'm like, listen, (laughs) how I do research is not by, uh, kind of the clicky bait articles that are that are processed the most through the day. I need to find those those little nuggets, the ones that apply to the Fourth Amendment, the ones that apply to the Second Amendment, the ones that apply to um, uh, news unlocks the bigger picture of of what's actually happening out there. There's a shit ton happening. Joe and I find shit every day that is very optimistic. Yeah, and, yeah. And so you can still do that by doing that, but. Every single time somebody put in a chat, we're at DEFCON 3. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This, this mm-hmm. guy has been wrong for three years with what he's been trying to push out there. He has no fucking clue what he's talking about. I love the guy. I have nothing against him. But how many times are you going to be lied to before you finally say, you know what, maybe I should take that uh, as a, with a grain of salt and wait for more information? It's very frustrating for me as well, bro. Well, yeah. What, Go ahead, know, Joe. 
just just on on your guys's points real quick um cuz you know before i even got into doing anything on air or anything like that i was running a facebook page and um called the storm has arrived and um also a q army page and when i saw the q army page start to get infiltrated and start to push out bullshit information just to try to get clicks is when i started to realize that not only you know, obviously the movement was getting infiltrated. And when I say the movement, I am talking about the Q movement um, got infiltrated, but everything to do with the Q movement, including Facebook pages and Twitter accounts and stuff like that, you can just tell the infiltration that was happening. Well, that same type of thing got transposed into some of these podcasters trying to have that same kind of appeal as far as being clickbait and like you said, it, it, it ends up frustrating the people who are having a hell of a time, you know, trying to wake up every day and, and just trying to report on, you know, good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes it a hell of a time for, for people to do that. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. I mean, it makes uh, <clears throat> it makes the the jobs that much harder for people who are trying to put good quality information out and just inform, you know, like I, I took a look around. At, uh, you know, when I initially started doing this, you know, I looked at the mainstream media and I wanted to and I always said I wanted to be a counterbalance to that, you know, because like clearly they're just pumping out garbage. They're pumping out garbage, uh, you know, nine times out of 10. It's a lie or they're trying to manipulate you. And uh, and they were covering up all of these, you know, wonderful things that President Trump was doing or that were happening out in the world. You know, no attention paid to, uh, you know, 100 kids rescued in California, you know, probably because half the people who are getting arrested for keeping those kids in uh, cages, (laughs) Uh, you know, they're they're actually friends with people in uh, in powerful positions. And, uh, you know, and so then when other people come onto the scene and uh, and they take you know okay so let's see what do people what do people really want to happen what would make people the most excited okay well i'm just going to pretend that that stuff is happening and then i'm going to have this anonymous source who you know i don't know knows about uh, uh, underground bases where you know the army's uh, releasing people even though the army and the military are the people controlling the bases i don't know it's it's a it's a, a circuitous loop um, you know, then it, uh, it it just does so much damage and people are like, you know, well, screw it. I'm not going to listen to any independent podcaster or anybody who's putting out news because I've just gotten burned six times. You know, I kept thinking, oh, you know, OK, this time it's going to be real. I'm going to go back this time, you know, and uh, and it just it, it it's we in a lot of ways, people have done the mainstream media's job for them. Because they have discredited large groups of people who may not even have anything to do with each other, but they're in the same type of segment. And it's a shame. Yeah, it is. You know, I had my experience with a crazy cat crew and it was it was amazing to watch them deny a factual statement that proves them wrong and want to spin it to the narrative that they were trying to put ahead of time. It was very frustrating for me, for somebody who was working hard as an independent journalist. I consider myself an independent journalist. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah. You, you can you can say whatever you want on from Media Matters, but that's what I consider myself. I want to fact check my own work. I want to attempt to bring to you the best information available. I do not want to mislead people. I've tried to build an audience with that trust, and I hope that I have a, a pretty steady audience because of that. I, God bless you all for being here today. Um, secondarily, when I was watching as, as people were creating narratives, it exposed me to how 
they were thinking and what they were trying to do and what they were trying to what narrative they were trying to put out there and that was very frustrating you know and it's you know to have people then question your own integrity after that was really pissed me off but anyways moving on from that what's a topic that that going into an interview or going into research for an upcoming interview that you would have went, oh, man, I don't know if I really want to talk about this because I do not believe in this at all, that you ended up coming out of it like, man, I had no idea that there was that much more that opened my eye to something that maybe I wasn't aware of before. Let me let you ponder that for a moment while I say hello to everyone over at Twitch because I see your Twitch fam is strong in the house over there, Low Country, Brooklyn, uh, Toria, Johnny, Jane, Deb, uh, um, Johnny, God bless you all. Thank you all from over. I just always want to give a second shout out to the Twitch fan because they've been growing strong lately. Appreciate you guys out there. So, what do you think, man? Is there a is there a topic where you, where you went into it maybe not really believing much about it or 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 uh, you know uh, saying I I just don't really know how this is going to go off that you ended up going hmm that's that's a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Uh, there have definitely been a couple of shows that, um, you know, I hesitated on just because I knew that they were going to be, you know, like touch points, um, you know, for people to uh, either, you know, get angry or, you know, I, you know, but I honestly can't think of any in this moment that I came away feeling that I had been convinced necessarily of anything. Um you know, the the wilder subjects that I've done, you know, like UFOs or abductions or something like that. I mean, I, 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 I have uh, already done a bunch of my own research on that stuff. And so, you know, I have my own opinions about things that have happened, you know, paranormal stuff. You know, I've, I've already, you know, been been looking around at that stuff for a long time. Um, you know, probably the the I, the the show that when it started, like I was already a little worried about it and then getting into it, I got even more worried, but then by the end I felt good about it, um, was the, uh, the guy, um, I can't remember his name, David, uh, something or other. He, 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 he was, he's an atheist. Okay. And, uh, he used to be like the, the leader of like the largest atheist organization in the United States. And, um, you know, just based on that, I knew that there would be a lot of people who wouldn't even want to hear it. Um, but um, and he was he was a little crass. I told him before we started, you know, I, you know, just, you know, get it right. You know, this is this is the audience. They're not going to want to know about like the the lurid details, so to speak. Yeah. But um, I mean, he was he, he was accused of sexual assault um, and improprieties by a number of different people from his own organization and people that he was friends with. And, um, you know, the point that I really wanted to get across um, was that, you know, if this is what they do to people that they've known for years and that they're like, you know, close with, just imagine what they're willing to do to us, people who they feel uh, are lower than them on the totem pole. You know, I mean, yeah. it, um, it, it just shows you how cutthroat the left is and, uh, you know, how, um, how severely they're willing to sacrifice any semblance of morals that they might have. I mean, they have like their own moral code within their twisted world. Um, but it's nothing compared to our, uh, um, you know, I guess, uh, standard outlook on, on, on the world and humanity. 
you know, I think that um, it puts us at a disadvantage, the, the right, uh, considerably, because um, we have, in my opinion, we have a greater respect uh, for the dignity of all forms of human life, uh, where, and, and we're just, we're fine, uh, just like coexisting with and getting along with people that we don't agree with. They have the right to have these beliefs. Um, in my opinion, you know, what they don't have the right to do is to infringe upon the rights of other people who don't agree with them. However, they don't care about that. You know, they are completely content destroying people uh, for any reason at all. And if they don't agree with you politically or philosophically, all the better reason to do that. So, you know, by the end of the show, uh, I feel like the people who stuck around understood where I was coming from in terms of having him on. You know, to me, it didn't matter that he and I didn't align on our religious beliefs. Uh, I mean, that wasn't the, the, the reason I had him on there. You know, what, uh, what was important uh, was for people to understand that uh, this happens not only to us on the right, this is happening to people on the left. And sometimes the old adage, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know? So only by coming together and um, having, um, you know, the ability to work together. Uh, that's the only thing that, that we're going to be able to do to beat these people. And I mean, you know, philosophically, okay. You know, yeah. uh, the, 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 the most important thing that I can imagine would be um, bringing people around to, to our way of thinking. And, um, you know, that is so difficult when they, when they just, don't believe that we have the right to exist. And uh, I don't know that people always are thinking about that, you know, because I, I can, I can, you know, it, as an example, you know, like you're, you're on the battlefield and um, you know, you have overtaken an enemy camp and everybody's run out of bullets and uh, you're told to execute all of them. You know, I, I would, you know, have a hard time doing that, you know, and I would say, you know, I think a lot of people would just be like, you know, get up, run, you know, go be a better person. And they'd be like, okay, sweet. And then just <laughs> pick up a gun and shoot us. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is the mentality and, and trying to convince people. The good news is, is, is there's a lot more good people out there than we really realized. You know, yeah. you know, uh, and yeah. so does most of our audience know that, uh, the, the, the norm is a patriotic American that not a radical leftist who wants to kill us. But you, when you're trying to fight on the battle, you're targeting certain groups you got to try to get to their mind. That's what Red Pill is talking about. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, watching what happened in 2020. I've been trying to talk a lot about this right lately, bro. And it's it's basically we we the, the Republican Party did way better off than the media or anyone is letting on. And we're watching that play out now. For instance, today, Joe Manchin comes out and says there's no way he's supporting this this two trillion, two and a half trillion dollar infrastructure bill. And the Republicans came out with a, I think it was about an 800, or like actually, I think about 600 million targeted infrastructure bill that actually targets infrastructure. Amazing concept. Um, yeah. You're watching what, what uh, several people on, have called in and said on my channel is that you're watching the Democrats be the greatest red pill ever because mm-hmm. they're pushing all of their radical policies that no one in America wants. You're watching the pushback. 
my question is, are you seeing, are you using that as a, as a spot of optimism to watch as they say all of these things that they want to do? The House is passing all these radical things and the Senate's just going at them like, ah, I'm sticking with the filibuster. Sorry, we're not going to even, we're not even going to allow this to happen. Does that give you a, does that give you a ray of hope that's actually uh, uh, based in reality? I'll just put it that way. <laughs> it, it does. It does. Definitely. And I truly I truly believe it is. You know, I, I think that uh, the the policies of the Biden administration and uh, the radical left Democrats in Congress, uh, they're they're universally bad for America and for our people. And I truly do believe that it is just a, a, a massive series of red pills being dropped, you know, all the time. Um, you know, I, I said I keep saying this. You know, who would have thought that Joe Manchin would be the voice of reason? In Congress, you know, that he was going to be what stood between us and total annihilation. The Democrats just getting their uh, their agenda 100 percent. But, yes, I I do believe that uh, that that is a positive thing. You know, uh, Joe Biden just announced he's going to raise taxes on rich people, too. And, uh, you know, I mean, I I don't think anybody wants to pay more taxes. I certainly don't want to pay more taxes. But I but, uh, you know, it's going to it's going to come down to. Uh, the the stripping of America and, uh, you know, Lady Liberty and Columbia are going to be, you know, a pile of bones on the floor by the time Joe Biden is done with it. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, although they may have these, uh, you know, leftist goals and think that, uh, you know, we want to, oh, yeah, just let them all in. There's no such thing as borders, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, once they uh, once these policies really start affecting them in a very negative way, you know, I mean, Angel moms, you know, think about that. You know, how many more angel moms do we need here before the left starts seeing it and uh, and changes their mind? Uh, yeah, th- that really Amen does that. give me a lot of hope. Amen to that, bro. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought them up. Um, that's pretty good. Let me get to Joe in here for a couple quick comments. Joe, then we'll get to uh, at, at uh, we got actually, Joe, we got one minute till the till the uh, rapid fire yeah, I just, segment. I Go just want to point out some something real quick that Red Pill said is that um, that kind of resonated with me about about how the right is literally we are some of the least racist people you'll ever meet. I mean, literally we are, it's just, uh, you know, it doesn't come off that way, unfortunately through mainstream media and whatnot, yeah. but, um, you know, comparative to the left, uh, the, the right are some of the most loving God fearing, mm-hmm. um, trustful patriots that, you know, you could want to be around and, and, and sadly it's not portrayed that way. So uh, just a great point there, Zach. Yeah. You know, and, and just, and going back to that, you know, I mean, I, I said that it was, uh, you know, a weakness of sorts, uh, that we have, uh, because, we are because we are so kind. We do value humanity. Uh, you know, we do look at people based upon uh, the weight of their merits, not the color of their skin, not their socioeconomic status. You know, it's like, what do you give back to society? You know, how do how does society at large benefit from your presence here? Um, you know, and uh, and that's just not what uh, what they see. You know, uh, I, I would I would love for everybody to be, you know, productive, happy members of society uh, and, uh, and and we can just go about our business, you know, and, and we have the, the right to free association. You know, we, we can hang out with who we want, you know, but um, because they are so cutthroat, uh, you know, that that's I think that's why a lot of the times we see that aspect of them front and center, you know, for my entire life, you know, I've always felt. Uh, that uh, the the Democrats they were willing to do a lot more than the Republicans, 
you know, and, and now I look at it a little bit differently. I, I mean, I know that all of these people, I mean, they're working together. Uh, there's a, there's a plan here because it's not really about Democrats and Republicans, but that, that there is a trickle down effect uh, from people being civil, uh, people being nice. And uh, that carries out into the rest of society and our God fearing nature, our, our morals and our own dogma, that is what informs us and our approach to people and how we treat people. You know, when you have people who are uh, characteristically amoralistic, okay, from the get-go, their morals and, uh, and, and, and their beliefs, they, it, it doesn't have the same framework for them. And so they are uh, free to do some terrible things. The dogma is indeed strong with all of us. Zach, we usually do about a 10-minute uh, uh, rapid-fire news segment here with Joe. He's got some news from the day. We'll do that for the next 10 minutes. If you want to comment on that or take a quick break, you can do that. The second hour, we'll take your guys' calls. I got a couple of topics, too, we can talk about. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So let me get the rapid-fire opener kicked off here, 30 seconds of your time, and then we'll get Joe in here to see what's, what's going on in the news today. and others thank you for the donations to help keep the lights on god bless you appreciate that appreciate that very much joe what's on your mind today in the news yes also i got a donation from joe some joe out there yesterday and i just wanted to say thank you i forgot to mention that yeah there's a lot going on but i'm going to try to speed through this because now that you mentioned phone calls with red pill i can only imagine that the lines are lighting up right now so i will try to speed through this as fast as possible uh first thing i wanted to talk about was army soldier rescues illegal immigrant child from rio grande after smugglers abandoned her we have heard stories like this before and this one is straight out of yesterday um a soldier assigned to seek uh, security operations in the U.S. Mexico border rescued an unac- unaccompanied illegal immigrant from the Rio Grande River in Texas after the smugglers she was with abandoned her, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Oh, this is just this is this is sad, man. This has been happening way too much. And um, but interesting enough, Army soldiers. Uh, so I thought that was super interesting that they were brought up in this. See, that is very interesting because it's, uh, the, you know, the National Guard and some spots are down there. But uh, that's kind of interesting that it is an Army soldier that made that rescue. Yeah, absolutely. Next one was out of news break. Uh, this is fairly new too. Jizz uh, Lane Maxwell pleads guilt, not guilty to new sex trafficking charges at her first court appearance since her arrest. Not guilty, she pleads. The new indictments alleges Maxwell uh, recruited and trafficked a 14-year-old identified only as minor victim four between 2001 and 2004. Federal prosecutors accused Maxwell of grooming the girl by asking about her family and other aspects of her life, discussing sexual topics, and being present while the girl was nude in the massage room of Epstein's Palm Beach home. Good luck with that one. Yep. That's, There's more of those coming too. Yep. Uh, this was interesting. Just dropped out of Reuters or Reuters. I guess it is. Um, it says Russia has ordered the troops back to the base after buildup uh, near Ukraine. I am hearing multiple reports and I don't know who is saying the truth or not, but I was told that this might've even been some actual exercises that were going on 
near their border. So I don't know if that's true or not, but um, it says that they've announced on Thursday that they're ordering the troops back to the base from the area near the border with Ukraine, apparently calling an end to the buildup of tens of thousands of soldiers that had alarmed the West. I personally think in all honesty that the news completely blew this story up and it might've just been training operations um, just to maybe stroke some fear. I could be wrong. Uh, they sending a message to, to um, you know, the Biden administration, number one and number two, they, they've strengthened that base now. So and during the, the end result is they now have a much stronger base in the area. So that's really, you know, the moves and counter moves thing is my opinion. True. True. I'm on board with that. I mean, I, I think that, there's a lot of posturing going on right now between uh, uh, Russia and the United States. Uh, Russia, or, you know, I mean, with this uh, this buildup near Ukraine, I mean, I can totally understand it from the Russian point of view. I mean, you've got breakaway sections of the country right there, and they have exploded in violence before. Uh, so with the United States, Joe Biden specifically trying to act tough uh, and then, it, you know, almost immediately backing down, you know, I mean, he had... Um, he had he was on the in the in the process of sending over uh, a bunch of uh, warships and uh, he had them turn around halfway and then come back here. So it made yeah. us look weak and, uh, and and Putin and Russia are looking to uh, flex that muscle again. Yep, you're absolutely right. And, and they'll continue to do that. It's I still think that we may see a, a movement by Russia to expand their their pro, their land mass in that area to strengthen the base around Crimea. So I still think that'll happen sooner or later. They'll just wait for the right time to do it. Yep. Yep. Uh, next one I had was U.S. Immigration and Custom Enforcement, HSI, in Honolulu, assists military law enforcement agencies in undercover operation targeting child predators. Um, but this was actually a couple, a, a couple of Marines. Uh, it says that there was uh, three active duty service members were arrested, including Marine and two soldiers. Um, so. Uh, Interesting. That, we had those 13 Marines that were caught into some kind of thing in, in uh, California a couple years ago too. Uh, that was uh, put a put a mark on my beloved Marine Corps. But, yeah, that's interesting. There may have been something going on there. huh? Yeah, you don't hear I mean, you don't hear this a lot, um, obviously, out of any of the military. But when you do, man, it just it really it really pisses you off. Another one out of Eastern District of Kentucky, uh, Dansville man uh, sentenced to 87 months for child pornography. This is a Leonard Riley, 45. Uh, so he had possession of 23 images and two videos of child pornography on his smartphone. Um, and again, you know, I, I hate having to report this, but obviously something that Trump did and and the the stuff that Trump did in his four years um, made a huge impact on, uh, you know, child trafficking and trafficking in general. And we are seeing the fruits of that every single day. And I heard somebody uh-huh. say whatever happened to those 2,000 sealed or 200,000 sealed indictments. Every day you read off three or four of these. Uh, just just watch the show. You'll find out what's happening to those un- unsealed indictments. Uh-huh. Yep. Next one's out of the Daily Wire. U.S. government flags more than 500 scientists in U.S. that might be compromised by communist China. This, this kind of rung a bell as far as like Pompeo. Uh, remember him calling out all the states and saying uh, China has uh, kind of graded how friendly you are with China. Well, guess what? Um, there's approximately 500 uh, federally funded scientists are under investigation for being compromised by China and other foreign powers. 
So super interesting there. I have um, one from a Washington Examiner. DOJ indicts an Illinois professor for secretly working for China while getting U.S. government grants. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they're not turning a blind eye to it anymore, at least. So we got that going for us. Exactly. And I'm going to try to fly through these real quick, guys. Uh, it's This was out of Technofog, if you, in case you missed it. It's and it it is time to end compulsory public education. What is mandated public education but enslavement of the young? If you missed this drop, please go check that out. It's an absolutely fire article. Pompeo did have uh, I'm not going to play it. It's a minute long. He did have some uh, some things to say about the border as well, but he was there uh, kind of in tune with what you guys were saying. So I'm going to skip that for now. Um, zero hedge new home sales explode in March to highest in 15 years. This is unbelievable. Uh-huh. If you think, if you think about that, uh, that's what 2006, um, highest in 15 years. So new home sales, good, good for that. Well, unfortunately the, uh, the high cost of lumber, uh, is driving some of them homes up, I'm sure. But yep. Yep. Uh, a couple quick ones uh, to finish up here, guys. Uh, Mr. <laughs> you know, I'm going to skip this one. It was just a funny one. Uh, <laughs> financial crime news. When uh, Winsboro police attendant indicated for soliciting sex from women involved in a car crash. I'm like, mm. kidding me. The investigation <laughs> was initiated from a complaint received by a driver involved in a two vehicle crash in Winsboro. The female driver who was not at fault in the crash alleged pleasant that solicited sexual favors and money to provide a favorable report for her insurance. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) You know, don't speak too soon because uh, I tend to think that if you're a police officer who is stupid (laughs) enough to solicit somebody who has just gotten to an accident, I I mean, I don't know that looks are really necessarily on the top of your list. I think it's it's just opportunity, really. Yeah, the last thing (laughs) on his mind. Uh, Another financial uh, crime news, Turkey probe, uh, Thodix crypto exchange over alleged $2 billion in fraud. So Turkish prosecutors launched an investigation into cryptocurrency exchange Thursday over allegations, it may have defrauded some 390,000 investors of an estimated $2 billion. Very interesting. That is. I mean, and it's also uh, additionally uh, intriguing because Turkey just like outlawed all cryptocurrencies altogether. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, now knowing that, it seems like there is a connection. And the last one, guys, uh, so we can close this out. Broward school superintendent arrested for perjury allegedly lied to the grand jury investigating huh. aftermath of the Parkland mass shooting. Ooh. Um, so very about interesting one. here as well. It says it's unclear what Runcie allegedly lied about and what Merrick allegedly revealed. So they actually um, arrested this Barbara Merrick 72 as well. Hmm. Very interesting. So that's all I had for you guys today on the rapid fire. Back to you guys. Great. Fine. That's some good stuff. Appreciate yeah. it, Joe. RiseAttireUSA.com is the, the is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored and UncensoredAbe.com. Do me a favor. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get a moment. A minute of your time for a quick advertisement, and then we'll be back with your guys' calls. Stand by. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago. But now, we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So... 
Get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAY for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get time. When you do check out, go put a discount code ABEWAVE. You'll do me a favor. You'll help help the show out. You'll help uh, get us a little bit of rewards that we're, we're sending people their way, and it's worth them to continue to sponsor us. You'll get some sweet gear. And then, uh, you know, you'll be able to uh, tell everyone that you bought a red pill and method shirt or something like that. Or you can get a foxhole shirt or anything like that. You can do whatever you want to get. But, hey, check them out when you get time. RiseAttireUSA.com. <sighs> they do a great job, for sure. I appreciate those guys very much. And that calling is not going to work there. This was what I figured, so it's going to have to go there. All right. Uh, we have, like, a load of people already in the Zoom room here, so let me get uh, those going here for you guys. And I'm just going to put Zoom away for a minute while I make sure that I don't dox anybody. Red Pill, do you know how to get rid of people's phone numbers from showing up? And there's no way to not have it show up, unfortunately. So it does kind of take the burden off of you, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, so that's why I just I just hide the Zoom room until I get people in here, bring it back, and welcome the guest caller in, which today is Navy Vet, Navy Vet who's in the house. Good to see you, brother. How are you today? Oh, you don't have a mic yet, so I'll wait for you to get that uh, pulled up. Um, should be lower left corner uh, under the, the arrow next to the mute button, Navy Vet. You gate again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid fucking mute button. Oh. Ooh, well, I missed it. I missed it. Uh, Dang yeah. it. Oh. She was pissed for a hell of an accident. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I got you guys. <laughs> My bad. Uh, when I when I play something, it double plays it. So I got to mute that source and let the other one go, and then you have to remember to do it just on time while you're clicking three other things, and it's not as easy as it looks. Bail me out here. <laughs> Bail me out here. Right uh, yeah, he's, he, he's <laughs> right. It, it's, a, it's a very complicated process to make sure that everything's running smoothly while you're on the air and um yeah the thing that um makes it difficult is that uh because you've got our audio like already connected to it and then you're going to be playing it again through obs so that um the audience can hear it and yeah you you, you can get that uh that echo effect navy pet vet for some reason zoom did not uh initialize your audio uh best bet for you is going to be to uh restart your device and make sure that uh, your audio is is selected in the settings in Zoom to make sure that it uh, 
that it picks it up. So do me a favor, dial back after you reset your device. In the meantime, Hang 10 Alien Surfer did exactly what you just talked about, Red Pill, so that I don't have to hide his phone number anymore. Uh, there we so go. We'll, we'll get uh, Alien Surfer in here in a minute. And so uh, 10 things at once again here. Make sure everything's unmuted. Okay, we're good to go. Uh, I want to say hello, everyone, over in Foxhole. Uh, Pat- Patricia Losey, thank you for the kind words earlier. I, I, didn't, I did see that. I appreciate that. Oh, your phone died. Gotcha. Uh, Carrie Lake. Anka Vanka, appreciate you. Mary, good to see you out there, Mary. Uh, please continue to join us. Hang 10 Alien Servers in the house. How are you today, brother? What's up, Hang 10 Alien Server? How's it going, brother? What up, what up? Hey, hey not much. How you doing? So I just wanted to say hi to all you guys and say hi to Red Pill because I rarely get the chance to talk to him. So, Yeah, um, man. I'm, yeah. And for some reason, on your show in particular, Abe, I find... I get tongue-tied. I don't know why, because I'm on, like, other people's shows, and I don't. All right, man, come on. You're just hanging out with us. I need to buy you a beer to make sure that you're good to go. I got you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually um, on the other shows, I am um, I have a beer or something. So, What have you been up that's, to today, man? That's so funny, though, that you mentioned that, because that's how I was the first time that Red Pill was on the show. I was completely <laughs> tongue-tied. I had no idea what to say. This time, at least, I'm a little bit more relaxed. I'm able to have just a decent conversation. That's what it's about, man. Plus, it's fucking Friday, dude. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. But technically, I'm still working here, so. Um, so yeah, Aren't we all? I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 you are. Yeah, so uh, I forgot to mention last time I was on uh, your show that, yeah, I've got to be doing a conspiracy analysis with J-Bell. On Saturday at five. So, so that's going to be fun. Nice. where to find her. Mm-hmm. At Tell J-Bell's everyone a, where to find the channel. At J Bill's uh, D Live, Twitch, or YouTube. So I'm sure she's post links in the um, in the chat there. I think she's in the Foxhole chat right now. Last yeah, it's J A E. Bell, B-E-L-L, J-Bell. Go check it out. I've watched it a couple of times on Saturday nights, and you guys definitely have a good time. Yeah, it's always a good time. So, and Cool beans, man. Yeah, so, um, but Red Pill, you do your show so well, and it's so hard when you're trying to start a channel comparing to, like, even Abe and you and Frank, you guys all do your shows so well. And I first found your show because I was looking for a piece of news that happened to me locally when a helicopter flew over downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it anywhere. And you were the only one that was really covering it in depth. Mm-hmm. And since then, I subscribed to your channel and you've covered everything in depth. You did so, do a great job like, covering that red pill. That was top notch work, man. Thanks, man. I um that, you know, obviously that show has been uh, memory hold by YouTube, but I think I do have it um, backed up someplace. I, I what I really want to do is take all of those shows that got deleted and maybe create like a Red Pill archive channel and upload them all over there. That would be awesome. But, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you watching Hang 10 Alien Surfer. It's good to see you again. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously, uh, all the best to you guys in uh, in your new show. I actually caught an episode the other night, too, uh, when it was posted on Discord. Um, but, um, you know, it uh, there is it, it, it does not help to try to compare yourself to anybody 
because you don't want to be thinking like while you're in the moment, all you want to be thinking in the moment is uh, being yourself and presenting the information in the way that uh, that you would want to see it or, you know, that 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 it's uh, appearing to you. Uh, if you uh, if you start thinking about how other people do things, then uh, that can send you into a negative spiral, I think. Oh, well, thanks. That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Well said, man. Appreciate it. Hey, hang time. Appreciate you big time, man. Have a great weekend. Uh, all right. You too. All right. See you, bro. Have a good weekend, brother. Don't work too hard. I'll try not to. <laughs> all right. Take it easy, man. <laughs> I got to get back to work right now. <laughs> Take care of yourself, man. God bless you. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right, Glenn's and I, we have like uh, seven other callers, guys. So do me a favor. Make it as quick as possible so we can get to oh, as many as possible. Oh, I'm going to make it possible. as quick as I can, Abe. Hi, Abe, Red Pill, Joe. What's up? Uh, What's up, Glenn? Not too much. Red Pill, got yes. a little question for you, Zach. Okay. Did you get a package from me? I I mean, when did you send it? And uh, it should have come in Monday or Tuesday. Oh well, I I haven't gotten my mail from this week yet, so uh, it should be all things being equal. It should arrive to me uh, later on tonight. Um, okay. Well, yeah, but uh, my my mailbox is not uh, local to me, so it's only every two weeks that I get it. But when I get it, um, I generally will say thank you like on uh the at the beginning of comfy sunday or uh, at the beginning of occam's razor it'll be at one of the live streams so just be listening and uh, i will definitely thank you uh and and uh, say it on the air oh no problem uh well basically uh, what it is is i got abe and joe the same thing only yours is red okay oh oh the mute button yes okay sweet <laughs> it's just a big joke yep yep <laughs> red pill girlfriend might like that I don't know. I guarantee you red pills like me. I do not find it as funny as you guys do. It fucking pisses me off. I'm trying to produce a show, a high quality show. And when oh, you're doing a great job, Abe. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Am I wrong, Beth? Am I wrong, uh, Red Pill? No, no not at all. Doesn't no, it drive you fucking nuts when that happens? At, at, anytime something goes wrong, I know that it affects me a lot more than it affects anybody else. But yes, it, I'm it, very, very it, critical of yeah, myself. It's just a big old joke because yep, yep. Texas Girl 71 was. Uh, Always advertising, help Abe uh, send some cash <laughs> for coffee a and a bigger mute button. Well, now I do. I have <laughs> I have my stream deck right here. I made a, a button just for that, and I put this <laughs> right next to it. So I figure if I can't find the, the smaller button, the bigger one I'll at least hit, and it'll still be funny at least. Now, Zach, I got a personal question for you. Go ahead. Uh, how do you, as such an introvert, speak so long? How can you speak for an hour, two hours at a time being such an introvert? Well, uh, just because I'm introverted doesn't mean that I don't have a lot of strong opinions. Um, it's uh, it's it's easier for me. Well, I mean, first of all, I had to work myself up to being able to do that and do it, I guess, at the level that I expect of myself. Um, but uh, it's it's a totally different story, like being in front of a group of people, like, you know, like if I, like, let's say I'm, I'm at like a, like a gathering, like a, maybe a, a party or a picnic or something like that. I'm not going to be the person who is walking around, like talking to people or like introducing myself to people that I don't know. Um, I'm much more comfortable, like one-on-one. -on -one. And when I'm, uh, when I'm like sitting there and it's just me talking, you know, I kind of look at it as if I had 
a single person in front of me that I am, you know, just talking to back and forth. Um, and that's really, honestly, the, the reason that I love having uh, a co-host, because then it feels more like a, a conversation between two people and uh, and the chat and, you know, when people donate and stuff, you know, it's more like you're just getting a text message in the middle of a conversation. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think that's it. You know, um, I'm trying to make myself more comfortable with uh, doing that in front of people. You know, I had those two events that JR and I did in Ohio. And then I have this conference that I'm speaking at coming up in, in May. And, um, you know, that'll be that, I, that, that one in May will be a different experience than what it was um, in Ohio. Uh, because, you know, even in Ohio, I had like my entire studio between myself and the audience. And, you know, it was almost yeah. like I was still in my home. Um, but this time it will literally be me in front of a crowd of people. I don't even know how many people are going to be there, but, um, you know, I think that, uh, it'll, uh, I, I think it's good for people to get out of their comfort zones. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time alone, so there's no shortage of, uh, opportunity for me to be solitary. <laughs> so, um, you know, being in front of a group of people and, and having a conversation, speaking about stuff. Uh, I think that'll be good practice. For you know, me. you handled that DC live event that you did like a fucking rock star, dude. I mean, Thank all you. the distractions, including myself and everyone trying to get your attention while you're doing, <laughs> trying to do a show. Shit drives me fucking nuts. I get 20 fucking discords during the show. And I'm just like, I, I don't even watch it anymore. Just leave me alone while I'm doing this and I'll get to yeah. you after. And you just do that like a rock star, man. Uh, Glenn, thank yeah, you very much you, for your time today, bro. Yeah. Thanks you gave a lot of good advice to a lot of up and coming uh, podcasters. Thank you. Uh, I want to thank. I gotta I let you go, Glenn. One, thank you very much. I gotta get one little thanks into Rise Attire and crew for last night. We did a quick Discord uh, show on my channel, and it was fantastic. It was just Sweet. Fantastic. awesome. Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate right, you. I'll very let you much, guys bro. go. You guys have fun. Thank you, and uh, much love. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Glenn. Glenn. Appreciate you, buddy. Much love, brother. All right. Sorry, guys. Man, everybody. Everybody was to- all. Oh, no, you're good, man. Go ahead. I'm not trying to cut you guys off. I'm trying to get through all these callers because I don't want people to wait for uh, 45 minutes to call in and not get a chance to talk to Zach. So no, that make was as quick as when possible, the, dog start, the dog started barking and everybody was like, Muffin! And I'm like, that's not Red Bill's dog. But, man, if that happened on our show, that would be amazing. Our, our friend Denise <laughs> is in the house <laughs> from the United Kingdom. Denise, how are you tonight? God bless you. I'm good, thank you. Hello, Red Pill Sack. Long time no talk. You're muted. You're muted. muted. You're muted, Red Pill Sack. He knows. Hello. (laughs) There you are. Denise, I was just saying, uh, it's so good to hear from you. I was afraid that uh, something happened to you. Is everything okay? Everything's fine with me. I I can't seem to catch you on live. I catch your replays, but I I hang out with Joe and Alan a lot. Good, um, good. I I know it's a little bit more difficult uh, because it's much later at night for you than it is for us. Yeah, but I'm in I'm in their Discord as well, so um, I hang out with them a lot. I have uh, three quick points. Um, re Ukraine and Russia. You. Uh, have a speak with our doc. I know you know who our doc is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
um, his fiance is in Ukraine and uh, he brought up this uh, Russians amassing on the Ukraine border and she told him it happens every year. They have an exercise on the border every year. We're not worried about it. We're not worried about it. It's just something that happens every year. So the media so, is just playing it up to try to get everyone's attention and that fear narrative going again. Yes, that's where it boils down to. And that's what our doc said. Uh, it's it's nothing. Um, I'm glad you corrected that. Got, Thank you for that, Denise. You're welcome. And we've got a, a visit from Biden to look forward to in June. Did you see that? <laughs> really excited about that I am. I I Not. can't wait to see your analysis of that and then maybe I'll get some video and we'll compare them uh to uh to Trump. I would love to to exploit that as much as possible cuz it's going to be a laughable disaster. Yes. And the other thing for red pill is you say you you have a guest coming on who's um a, did you say a lawyer or something like that? Yeah, t- tonight is uh, uh, Robert Beatles from Crypto Beatles, and uh, we're going to be talking uh, uh, about a number of things. But uh, tomorrow night is uh, Anna Garner, and yes, she's an attorney in uh, New Mexico. Can you just write a note to yourself to ask her how she thought about using the Nuremberg Code? Because um, if somebody tries to force you, you can't have a job unless you don't have a job. They are actually in violation of the Nuremberg Code because yep. you cannot be blackmailed, coerced, or threatened mm-hmm. um, to undertake a medical ex- uh, a medical experimental medical procedure under the Nuremberg Code. Uh, we we actually touched on it the other day when we were uh, just uh, getting to know each other. But I will definitely make sure to uh, to bring it up when. Um... Yeah. Because any country or any person um, can use the Nuremberg Code um, for violations like that. But that was all I was going to input. I just wanted to throw those three things at you and say, hello, Zach. (laughs) Thank you so much, Denise. It's good to hear from you. I'm glad everything's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you very much. I'll let you get on with your next. Thank you. And you, you, uh, one, two, three, four. I'll... uh, I'll I'll get off and let you go to your next caller. Have a great weekend. Okay. See ya. And you. Have a great have a great weekend, Denise. Much love. And you. Bye. Bye bye. Appreciate it. Denise has always got good stuff and uh I feel so calm every time she calls. I, know, I just right? feel like like an ease set, sets over me <laughs> when she calls. She's so calm. I, I love her. I love the perspective. I mean, I you know, I I I, I call her out plenty on on uh I'm Boris, um, and we can, you know, we can understand different things differently from afar. I think that's really what it's about. But she does a great job of bringing us uh, what's what's going on over there, unlike most people do, which is good stuff. Canadian Patriots is in the house. How are you today, brother? I'm doing wonderful, guys. It's awesome to be here. Thank you so much for taking my call. Awesome. What's up, brother? Good to have you aboard, Canadian Patriot. What's going hey, on today? Hey, Joe. It's it's great. Um, I'm feeling good. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for doing uh, what you do. And Abe, you do uh, produce a very high quality show and uh, you really hit your groove with your brother and the other uncensored brothers out there. Um, Thanks, man. Appreciate really that. tell. Um, I think your audience really digs it too. When when we start these shows, it's a little bit hard to find that solid ground. 
um, and then to build that foundation on. And I think you guys have done it right. I mean, you, you started with God and you built your show around that and it's um, you found your groove, you brought your family members in. And then of course the Fox fam supports you as well. Um, it's just a really comfy place to be. It's and such an I honor wanna... to have my brother and sister by my side, dude. They have, the, they have no idea what it's done to help me focus on the show and the content and, and putting the structures in place to, like I said, I mean, I had, a, I had a, I had to have a come to Allen moment once, once I realized what, what uh, Zach goes through. And I mean, he really is what has helped lift me up in a, in a very lot of ways. So has everyone else throughout this community. And it's, it's been one hell of a journey, man. I've absolutely well, loved every second of it. Zach's a big part of the reason why I'm calling in because I have, uh, just like Hangtan Alien Surfer just mentioned, we, we, we tend to get really nervous um, when we talk to the people who we admire or respect a lot because um, we want them to like us. We want we want them to, to, to see value in us. And so we get nervous trying to make that connection. But, you know, Zach called into my show uh, live one night and uh, and helped me kind of work through uh, that uh, sort of irrational fear and and it's worked because I'm I'm reaching out you know to the patriots out there and the people that I re- admire and respect and so I do have a question for Zach if that's okay absolutely yes, fire away Go for it. it okay cool hey Zach um, what would you say if you got a chance to meet uh, President Trump face to face well if I got a chance to meet President Trump face to face. Uh, I would uh, just tell him how much I uh, appreciate his sacrifice for America, and uh, I would let him know how he influenced me to to do what I'm doing right now. Uh, and then I would probably suggest that he start his own media company uh, so that uh, we can get around the uh, the blockade that is the the mainstream media. Yes, I would. Cool. It would be difficult not to to cry when I met you. Him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, when, when, when we were asked, you know, what famous person would you like to meet or what celebrity would you like to meet um, or, or have dinner with or, you know, the question, dead or alive and all that. Mine wouldn't be, to, to, to be honest, buddy, I'd like to be in the room when you met President Trump. I'd like to be there when that happens. And I think it will, too. I think it definitely will, because you're too big a patriot and too valuable a patriot. And uh, you're a ma- <clears throat> massive massive part of this movement and Zach thank you um that love you feel out there and that you know exists because you have the the emails and the packages in your mailbox and stuff it's it's far 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 bigger than you realize buddy and it stretches far wider than you realize it you're you're international buddy and you give hope and guidance to people who need it exactly at the right time that you've activated people who were dormant and um and that's what movement is about is 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 getting together where we go one we go all and so thank you abe and thank you joe and thank you zach and thank you to all the patriots out there who are helping us gather together in hope and faith and love for the future because um we're making a difference it's not maybe happening as fast as some of us would like but we are definitely making a difference. And so, uh, and so thank you guys and keep doing what you're doing. Thank Amen. you, Canadian Patriot. I can't tell you how much that means to me. It's, it's, um, it, it's not always apparent to me, I guess, uh, that people feel that way um, because I don't have 
Um, even though I do have that, you know, positive reinforcement, uh, there's, like I said earlier, there's a lot of time I'm just alone, you know, and, um, you know, and I'm just, uh, it's just me and my thoughts and trying to formulate opinions and put as much information together as I can and, and try to stay hopeful and, uh, and know that I do make a difference. Um, it's, uh, there, there's a lot of forces uh, coming at me from a lot of different angles, and it's a constant battle to, to overcome that and remind myself of what you just said. So I, I, thanks, bro. I really appreciate it, man. It means a lot. You're welcome, buddy. I appreciate you so much, and so many of us do. Um, I'm going to take off because I know you got some other callers. Uh, Abe, um, I'm going to scratch you off my bucket list. I called into the Uncensored <laughs> Brothers show. Hey, do you guys have anything on your bucket list? You can let me go now, Abe. I love you, bro. Thank you for all what you've done as well. God bless you, man. Appreciate you joining us here today big time. Have a great weekend. Yes. Thanks. Great call, Canadian Patriot. Much love, brother. Peace, brother. It is uh, it's good to hear, man. And it's, uh, you know, I completely agree with everything he said. It's uh, We don't often analyze, want to really know or study the effects that we have. We just want to stay focused on putting good stuff out there. Um, so I'm glad that you got a chance to hear that. Uh, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment. Bruce Banner is in the house. Uh, Bruce, go ahead and uh, unmute your, your line, please, quickly, That's, and we will get you on the line. Before he comes up, I mean, I just want to kind of reiterate, I mean, both you guys, you know, without you guys, I don't know where I would be. I mean, and when you talk about being in a room alone and having these thoughts and then you jump on Foxhole and you see, you know, 700, 800 people all together having the same thoughts, you guys are what built this family. So thank you guys very much. Bruce Banner, I see you're unmuted. What's up, brother? How are you guys doing? Man himself. Yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> my uh, my uh, partner in crime called just before I did it. I had no idea that was going to happen. So <laughs> not timed perfectly. <laughs> no, it seems like a, seems like a setup. Yeah. No, they, what, what he said about you, uh, Zach, is 100 percent. Everybody feels that way. And Thanks, I actually uh, I get I, re- I get a really kick out of you every once in a while. You just get pissed right off at some comment in the chat and somebody says something like last week or earlier this week, maybe it was where somebody, I don't know what they said, but it was something to the effect that you were making money on your show or something. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. I just, I, I couldn't believe it, but the, the indignation you had was priceless and, and spot on. I don't think people have a friggin' clue. Like I was watching the day I almost cried for you the day. I think it was cause you had already been deplatformed from YouTube, but the day when your, I think it was PayPal you were live on air mm-hmm. i mean i can't imagine what that would feel like you have your your in the only way you're making a living taken away from you while you're yep. live on air and it, i i could just everybody felt that you were you were just devastated yeah mm-hmm. i i was devastated for you so uh, i mean man you've <laughs> i don't know people that say shit about you man they deserve a smack in the head that's all i can say yeah you know it's uh it, one of the the reasons I'm so indignant about it is because um, it's almost as if they are saying that uh, I, there's something different about me that I don't deserve to be able to make a living, to feed my family, to provide myself with shelter, uh, doing what I love. Uh, You know, how are we supposed to compete against the mainstream media uh, if I'm broadcasting out of a cardboard box? on the side of the road. And I don't come on here and, and, and beg people to support the show. It's not, it's not like that at all. 
you know, so I, I'm never quite certain whether or that is, um, you know, just some uh, creative troll that's come in or if, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, these are people who have been watching the show for a long time and they're just secret communists. You know, uh, it just it, it doesn't make any sense to me, um, you know, and I don't I don't want to have to beg people to support the show. But, um, you know, they're the 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 people who have the, all the levers of control i mean they continue to make it more and more difficult for me to be able to do it um and just uh trust that i can depend upon the kindness of of strangers you know yeah no it's um, like you, yeah. you've been painted into a quarter and i mean the people that follow you love you and so good on them and good on you and everybody else that yeah. uh, has a problem they can go pound sand as far as i'm concerned you know it's yeah just, uh, it is what it is. So uh, the funny thing is, I didn't really call in to uh, really say much. I just uh, I heard Abe was having some of the people who didn't want their numbers and names showing up. So I mm-hmm. thought I would just call in and suggest what I do. Uh, when I used to call into your show, Zach, I, my name was showing up and I didn't really like that. I'm kind of publicity shy. And mm-hmm. so if you just go into Google and change your uh, personal settings for your Google account, you can do that so that your name, you can put any name you want up there, which is what I did. So now I'm the infamous Bruce Banner. And, uh, and then when you sign into zoom, rather than signing in uh, the way, if you have an account, you can actually scroll down the screen and just sign in using Google and uh, it'll show the name that you've allowed them or given them permission to show. So for any of your callers, Gabe or Zach, if they, if they're really afraid to have their name shown when they call in through zoom, that's an easy way to do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, another really easy way to do it is just to use a fictitious name when you uh, when you when they ask you to enter a name. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like I, but Gabe was saying that uh, yeah. something about the number and name was showing up on the screen on Zoom, and yeah. he didn't know how to how to avoid that. So yeah, well, so I, I, the, the the thing about it is, is that if you're not using the Zoom app, then if you're like if you're calling in just through the phone number, th- there's no way to avoid it. You know, I but, mean, like your your phone number is going to show up on screen. And so that's why I, I, yeah, always suggest just go ahead and download the app. It's free. So easy to do. Yeah. Cool guys. Well, great show. A good, really good guest you guys had on today. I don't know how you get that guy. He's really in high demand, but uh, (laughs) someday maybe it's been a rough week. It it almost didn't even work out, Bruce. I had it. I, I, I've been, we've been booked for about a month uh, at a time now, now that I got my sister doing things. So we're a lot more organized on our bookings. And so, you know, oh, you hit somebody up a month ago, and then t- today, hey, you doing a show today or what? <laughs> so uh, well, before I forget, I just wanted to say I've been, uh, like you have Robert Beatles on tonight? Yes. Okay, so I really, really want to share some ideas that I have about a silverback cryptocurrency or gold. Yeah, I was, I was actually I just going to say something about it. At, at the so end of this show, I'm going to You don't be... have to call me. You don't have to call me today. Like, I'm, I'm not putting any pressure on you, bro, but what I'm trying to say is, my concept, I want it to involve everybody. I especially want it to benefit patriots such as yourself and Gabe. Mm-hmm. And, but before I blab my mouth to the world, I'd like to talk to somebody with a, I thought, I mean, I'm, I've told Canadian Patriot my ideas and that's it. What and, I was going to uh, say is that as soon as this show is done, I'm going to be prepping the next show. And if you're around, I will send you a Zoom link at seven o'clock. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm around uh, for okay. the rest of the day. So, but I just wanted you to know, there's no pressure on you. I know you're busy, but it's just I, like yeah. uh, Robert Beatles is the man. But I wanted to talk to you about him. It's funny that he's on your show. So yeah, yeah, no, that, and that and that's why I want to talk to you before he comes on because I figured it would be uh, incredibly apropos. 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. So uh, thanks for the time, guys. Uh, Have a great afternoon. No, all right. See you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate the call, Bruce. Take care, brother. Yep. Take care of yourself. God bless you, man. Call back sometime. And Beatles literally is the man, just so you guys know. The guy, we've had him on the show uh, recently, and he just doesn't matter what you ask him. The guy is just so freaking smart about everything. Uh Everything. It's been a minute since we had a chance to talk to our to our brother Bales from Australia. Let's get, let's get Bales in here. I want to say hello to Uncle Vanka, Canadian Patriot. There you go. Appreciate you. Connect the dots. Yes, indeed. We always have great calls. I appreciate you guys very much. And our brother Bales is in the house from from Australia. If I can get him to unmute, and we'll be good to go. It's been a while since we had a chance to talk to him. This guy's been crazy busy. How are you, brother? Yeah. G'day, guys. How you going? Good to see you, Bales. What's g'day. up? Bale's a brother from down under. How are you? Yeah, g'day, Zach. Uh, g'day, Joe. How you going, mate? Mate, oh, awesome to see you on this show. Um, Zach, the brothers are uh, a, a great pair um, that I've hooked up with now, and um, mm-hmm. uh, and and you, we still you have so many great guests, and that that caller a couple uh, uh, ago before, what a great call that was for him to say, you know, what what you do with President Trump. I'd, I reckon I'd go in for the hug. I'd have to give the big man a hug. Oh, to, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd probably yeah. only come up to his navel, but um, <laughs> he, he, he's someone that, uh, that um, yeah, exactly the same as you. I'd, I'd probably tear up as well. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not going to keep his long. G'day, guys. I'm not going to keep his long. Um, I've got to catch up with the boys. I, that, that, that's, I've just, uh, I've just shined them. You see Beautiful. Nice. That's a beauty. Yeah. That's is gorgeous. It? What is it? It's a Harley breakout. It's um, uh, yeah, so I'm just about to go for a, I'm just about to go for a ride. Yeah, but we've just gone through. It was fires last year. It's uh, it was floods this year. Um, it's only just starting to recover here. I've got a lot of um, lot of volunteer work down from from where, the bottom from where I am here. Um, so, um, a lot a lot to do. That's why I haven't been able to get on and and do too much reporting on what's going on in Australia. But, that's, you know, they're, they're starting that mandate, that vaccine mandate to a lot of people. My partner just told me that they've said that she has to get it because she's working with a whole people. I, I don't know what to tell her. I, uh. it's, 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 it's frightening. And um, our kids, uh, it's called preschool here. Uh, no jab, no play. They won't be allowed to go and play with other kids unless they get the jab and all this sort of stuff. So it's um, quite frightening at the minute over, over here. So, but that's awful. I'm I'm here fighting. I'm I'm with uh, I'm going for a ride today with the boys. Um, we're going to do do a bit more red pilling at a few. We're going to um, uh, about twenty of us going to catch up. And we're going to do a bit of a pub crawl and go through and and just 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 show these shows. Get everyone to get onto Foxhole and things like that. So, um, but yeah, good on you guys. So, hey, Zach, thanks for coming on on the brothers. They're they're wonderful patriots like yourself. So thanks very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here, man. It's good to see good to see you. Good to hear from you. No worries. Don't forget where we go one, we go all. Hey, Bales, I, I saw a pretty what looked to be a good news story from your legislatures. I think it was that we're saying they're going to start rejecting uh, the 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 deals with China. Uh, is that have you seen any actual movement on that front? I, I have, yes. Uh, Morrison has started to, um, and some states as well, um, starting to see the light in relation to. Um, this whole uh, China thing, you know, they, we are, but Australia is just, 
for sale to the highest bidder. And, you know, America owns us, China, Canada owns us, France owns us, everything, everything that's for sale. Every, if you're, if it's not pinned down, it will be sold. Don't you worry about that. So uh, yeah, it's, it's frightening over here, but um, what, what, what can you do? You, you, you put these people into power and um, uh, they just line their own pockets and it's, it's just corrupt. Well, as we, as we know, it, it takes steps just like Trump. I mean, Trump, it took a lot of steps for Trump to get to where he needed to be. And I know it's just a small thing, but to me, that's a pretty big deal, man. When they're stopping, stopping trade with China, that is a huge start and hopefully it can trickle down, man. That's, that's just a little hope, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, they've got to feed their people and we've got the food to feed them. So, um, you know, yeah, but you know, they, they'll, um, they, they wouldn't care if they starved their people probably just to, um, just to, uh, stick the knife into us, you know? So anyway, I'll, I'll, I better let you go, guys. You've got plenty of other callers on there. So uh, g'day, everyone in chat. Thanks for every, for all your prayers and everything like that. Um, we, we're, we're starting to get back to normal. There's, a, there's 50 people in this little village that lost, lost their homes. We were the hardest hit here uh, for the, from the floods. Uh, and that's what I've been doing. We're just everyday volunteering over there. And um, today's the first day off in week. So um, I'm going to have a couple of drinks, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> doing God's work. God, God bless you, Bells. Take care of yourself, brother. Good on you, good, good on you, brothers. Take care. Love you all. Good to see you, man. Much love, Bye. Bells. Thanks for the call, brother. Take care and have a drink right. for me too, brother. Cheers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I love was Bales, our brother. Yeah, I appreciate hearing from Bales, man. It's uh, we got to keep those na- those stories uh, worldwide. We got to keep them coming. We still have three callers left after uh, Belushi joins us here. So, guys, make them as quick as possible so we can get to the rest of these guys. Appreciate you guys. Um, Katie says the audit has recommenced. Dems won't pay the two million dollar. I think it was two million, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Dollar bond. I, th- I thought it was just one million, but either way, yeah, they didn't want to pay one million. <laughs> so that's interesting. So we don't have to wait till money for that to go back. I'm hearing six weeks before we have us an answer. Oh, Is yeah. that true? Yeah, that's what Mark Fincham told me. Yeah, I think it was either like sixty to ninety days potentially. Um, but you know, definitely, definitely two, 60 days. It's going to take. So, all right. So yeah. what could happen if they, if they find legitimate fraud, will the legislature move to decertify there's do you, Zach, do you, are you aware of any historical precedent where after a president has been elected, they, a, a state legislature has moved to decertify? I don't know of any specific instance, but if there is a state that would move to do it, I believe it would be Arizona. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I tr- this is the one thing that I have a lot of hope for, because the people in Arizona, not just the people, but, you know, the state legislature and the senators, they understand that there was fraud here. And uh, based upon this slow, methodical uh, forensic audit that they're going to be doing, they're going to be proving just how many of those ballots were fraudulent. And so the the end goal is to go ahead and show who truly won the election. And I believe that they will be able to uh, uh, decertify those results. And uh, of course, they're going to take people uh, and hold them to account, uh, you know, depending on who it was that that injected these fake ballots into the system, who was that uh, that oversaw the certification of the fraudulent results. I mean, certainly the uh, Secretary of State and Governor Ducey, uh, they were, you know, very eager to uh, make sure that they got the results that they wanted. So uh, this is going to be great for America. And I, it's, I think it's quite obvious to, to everybody that they're going to find massive fraud. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's like 11,000, 12,000 votes. I think it's just over 11,000. 
So there you go. I, I mean, it, it's going to be within the first day or so. I think they're going to be able to identify uh, that there was enough votes to, to show that it was fraudulent. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, here's how here's what I would see happen. Uh, Arizona does decertify. Um, Pennsylvania moves to to uh, to do the same audit, and then so does uh, Wisconsin. Those three probably uh, could end up finding enough to decertify. It would come down to Michigan, and they wouldn't do it, and they would leave us hanging with one state hope of getting uh, enough states to certify to, to make the electoral college null and void. And we will be stuck here pissed off even more. So I'm just going to allow whatever happens to happen and enjoy it. However it does. Belushi's in the house. How are you, brother? What's up, brothers? What's going on? Belushi? Good to see you, dude. How are you, brother? <laughs> What's up, Belushi? Man? Been a How's few going, weeks, brother? brother. How are you, yeah. man? It's, I've been trying to catch up with you, but you're, uh, you're you know, you had you had the cold and you're a little loose of these days, but I'm, I'm glad to see you on the up and up. Well, I, I'm still I'm going to be at my regular time tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern until 12 a.m. Uh, Eastern. And then, uh, of course, uh, I don't think there's any days specifically that I'm taking off in, in probably the next month. Awesome. Um, yeah, the next time that I I might have to change things is uh, when I go to Dallas at the end of May. But oh yeah, that's right, that's right. You know, yep. it's so interesting because uh, I, that was the show I called in. I was yep. I was hoping Amy uh, was going to hire me to do the DJing for the mm-hmm. after party, but they never got back to me. I know they're swamped, so I just oh I yeah let they, it go. And I was like, that's cool, man. I was like, you know, it was meant to be, it would be, and if it isn't, it isn't. So. Um, you know, it's interesting. It's so funny. I, I find that because uh, I show I call into the brothers a lot. Everyone's so polite today because Red Pill's on the show. Everybody's <laughs> cursing. Everybody's minding their P's and Q's and being very lovely. Um, you know what I would say? To you Trump? should have heard me the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, There's all yeah, kinds yeah. of f bombs. People yeah. swearing left and right. Yeah, no. you know, you'll hear. Here you go, Joe. Here's what I would say to Trump after I say I love you, I respect you, and you're an amazing man. Why the fuck are you pushing the vaccines? That would be my first question to him. But that's uh, okay. He- well, you know, t- t- today he just put something out that said nobody should be forced to take a vaccine. And I, you know, I, I've talked about this a number of times. I mean, President Trump is uh, he, he's not speaking to us when he's saying, go ahead and take the vaccine. You know, I mean, I think it's a tongue in cheek way uh, yeah. of uh, of signaling to the left and signaling to the establishment. You know, he's like, look, I'm doing I'm doing what you want. I am pushing this vaccine. But everybody who is in the know, everybody who's done any research on this stuff, they won't take that vaccine for anything. And so the people who are going to well, first of all, there are there's no one out there in my belief that is going to truthfully listen to President Trump saying, sure, go ahead and take the vaccine. And then they're going to go ahead and do it because either you follow Trump and you know what's up with this vaccine and you're never going to take it or you hate Trump. And you're following him just because, uh, you know, you enjoy, uh, you know, the the fake news and you're still not going to take it based upon what he said. But you might go ahead and take it based upon your own flawed logic. Uh, so I, I don't think that President Trump's statements are going to have any, uh, you know, measurable effect on people taking the vaccine. So three yeah. minutes ago, President Trump put out a new statement. Uh, the Democrats are swarming the great state of Arizona trying to get the forensic election audit stopped because. Uh, only they know exactly what they've done, they, and they understand voter fraud far better than anyone. This could be voter fraud at the highest level. Don't think mm. that Arizona is the only state. Much more to come. Very interesting. Yep. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's happening. You know, it's happening all over. And I, I think that, you know, if it does come down to just Michigan, the the I mean, I believe the Michigan has a Republican legislature, if I'm not mistaken. They I do. mean, they've got. OK, so. 
Uh, so here's the thing. If you're a resident of the state of Michigan, you, you need to pick up those phones. You need to get out on that street. You know, I, I just said this a number of times this week. The left is so great at organizing. OK, they know how to mobilize people and they know how to put the pressure on. If we take any lessons from them, that's what we need to do. OK, we need to be putting the pressure on. We need to be out there in the streets. We need to be calling up our elected representatives and officials and we need to be showing up at their office and demanding that they get this information and they do a proper forensic audit, especially especially after they prove it in the state of Arizona, because then you look at every other state where this happened. Okay, well, you you stopped counting. There were hundreds of thousands of votes that just happened to be found in the middle of the night, votes taken, uh, you know, without the chain of custody. Okay, I think that Georgia is going to be next because they're in the midst of uh, prepping for the the Fulton County forensic audit. It's going to be just a series of dominoes. And uh, if it comes down to Michigan, listen to me, Michigan Patriots, you know, get up, get out, and get loud. Well, yeah, so that's an excellent point, Zach. Excellent yeah. point. I mean, the and that's a, actually a good segue, uh, uh, brothers. If you'll hang with me here, sort of. Uh, I got up three more break. callers as quick as you possibly can. I only have ten minutes left. Okay, so uh, when Zach says uh, the left is extremely organized, that's exactly right. And 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 obviously, you guys know I'm in Minneapolis, and so I see the organization when it comes to BLM and Antifa and how quickly they mobilize and, and what they get up to, and so. Uh, And and it was interesting, you guys were touching on earlier, um, sort of, you know, there's certain guys out there that are pushing certain things and, you know, making it say that it's true or putting out certain dates. I'm going to preface this with this is just a theory. This is just Mm -hmm. something I've been working on research I've been doing. So with the with the Derek Chauvin stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So Derek Chauvin uh, uh, worked at the same nightclub with George Floyd for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Maria Santa, or uh, sorry, Maya. Lucy's super low. They can barely hear. Am I, am I low? There you go. Am, am I, is that better? Yes, much better. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, the, the Santa Maria woman who was friends with Vanessa Bryant and Kobe Bryant before he got whacked in that helicopter accident mm-hmm. used to go to that same nightclub. So Derek Chauvin and his crew of cops they were running drugs and counterfeit money in December 2019. A hundred million dollars in counterfeit bills from International Falls Port of Entry in Minnesota by the Department of Homeland Security was seized. That same number that was marked uh, on the $20 bill that Derek Chauvin, which is 10 blocks from me, Cup Foods, Mm -hmm. used that $20 bill. They set him up. They paid him for a a drug run um, with counterfeit bills to set him up because they owed him money. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to take him out because he was going to blow the whistle. Now, George Floyd is a 22-degree Prince Hall Mason. His older brother is in the boule was also a high-ranking Mason. He's got the double eagle tattoo on his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I sort of look at all of this stuff, and when I thought this in the beginning. Let me add to your day real I, quick before you keep, keep that thought. Yep. Let me add to this. Yep. The governors of Wisconsin and Minnesota had to approve the movement of those vehicles through these states. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, this, there's a lot here to this dig. I just want to emphasize that point along with what you're saying. Go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we've talked about, you know, Waltz and Evers and all, all these fools. But um, but uh, anyways, that same nightclub. So it's said and and, and 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 I don't know. So so Stephen Jackson from the NBA is related to George Floyd, but they're said that 75 to 80 percent of the Minneapolis police force is on the take and they're in on this sort of drug running and money laundering scheme with these counterfeit bills. And so I live here. I see this stuff. Um, I, I just thought it was interesting and I started to just sort of put all of this together and it's really making sense. The other thing I'll say, and I don't have proof of this, obviously, I'm looking at side by sides of, of who was in court 
it did not look like Chauvin to me. So this whole thing seems like it was like a layup and like they finally wanted to feed the mobs. I noticed that too. I thought it looked a little odd with that mask on as well. I've got I've got a statement on that because I've seen a couple of people saying that. So Derek Chauvin uh, at the trial was, in my opinion, it's the same guy, but he wasn't a cop for like the last year. So he wasn't working out. He wasn't fit. He was a little bit thicker in the jowls, you know, and and that's I think that that can explain the the difference in his appearance. Um, But um, yeah, because I looked at that. uh, I looked at that uh, pretty closely and I saw I saw people saying, you know, oh, his ears aren't the same. But I mean, it looks exactly so hard to tell with a mask on anyway. There's really no way to confirm. But yeah, interesting thoughts. Uh, Just one quick more comment on the on the bigger picture of all that red pill. And I'll let Belushi go. Did you have any comment on that, on the whole theory of, of oh, all of that oh. in general? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've talked about that on the show before. And, uh, yeah, I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible. I find it difficult to believe that George Floyd and uh, Derek Chauvin did not ever meet each other. Uh, and I found it interesting that that never came up either during the trial. I mean, they never even made mention of it. I think that that would be something that the prosecution could, you know, easily point to, or maybe the defense would want to point to saying, look, these guys knew each other. They were friends. Why would you want to kill them? You know? Um, But yes, I think that that's uh, a a little too coincidental to see that there was that huge bust of uh, counterfeit bills coming through. Um, Also the fact that her, uh, that Maya's uh, uh, the club just burned down mysteriously. Yeah. There's too many different things going on. And she sold it six months before it burned down. (laughs) Yes. 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 So just too many things, too, too many things going on there. And I think that, um, you know, there's uh, a lot of different reasons why they would do that, you know, maybe to to protect the organization, uh, uh, Derek Chauvin wanting to take George Floyd out. Uh, but then also they uh, see that this would be a larger opportunity to kind of light that powder keg here in America uh, and uh, give them an excuse to, to crack down with greater control. Well said. Good stuff. Belushi, yeah. good stuff, man. Appreciate you big time, bro. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys. Yep, yeah, yeah, we're trying to get that out. Just uh, hope it, it came out clear because I was just trying to nailed it. You're right on, digging, it. digging on it. Yeah, so fifteen years and they worked together, but they yeah. never crossed. Yeah, but they paths. never crossed paths. No, they never knew never. each other. No way. <laughs> Good shit, no way. Take care of yourself. Have a great right, weekend. Much love, see you, bro. Take yeah. care, brother. All right, thanks, Zach. Thanks, guys. Good to see you. Good stuff. I'm gonna try to get these three callers, and I hate when people have to sit around for a half hour and then I can't get them in. It drives me nuts. So go, bear go, with go. me, guys. Super fast. You just muted yourself. 757, can you unmute yourself, please? (laughs) Missed the button. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I'm going to bring two in, see if I can get one of them. 719 and 75. So we got 719 first. What's up, 719? Can we get a name for you, please? Uh, Yes, sir. This is Texas Bear 77. No poems today. I'm not going to call in and, and do poems. But one question for Red Pill, for um, Zach, um, what do you think the future holds? And um, I mean, in a broader sense, I guess the broadest. Yes. Sense. Um, yes. I mean, basically, that's that's the way we have to look at it. Yeah. We can look yeah. at it on a proverbial little line, or we can expand, but what are your thoughts on basically the future? I mean, what do you think is, is going on and will transpire that leads us into a realm that we don't want to be in? 
I think that, um, you know, overall, the cabal's plan uh, to completely enslave humanity will not be successful. Um, I think that uh, uh, undoubtedly, the moves that they're making, the, uh, uh, the, the things that they're trying to implement will, instead of uh, helping their case, will open up many, many people's eyes and show them that uh, that path that they want to take us down is just not what we want. Um, that even if some of their, their goals align with these progressive ideals, that by and large, it's just uh, it's a bad move and, and we can't do it. Um, you know, but I also think that uh, things are going to get tougher uh, in, in the near term uh, before they get any better, uh, because I think that it's going to take some really painful things happening to society uh, as a whole in order for enough people to wake up to the point where they can start rejecting uh, what it is that uh, that these uh, these people in power are doing. Well said. Completely agree. Texas Bear, I got one more caller I want to get in. Thank you for joining us here today. Appreciate you big time. Have a great weekend, brother. Uh, you too, guys. See we'll you see later. You, Thanks Appreciate for it, Bill. Texas right, Bear. Take care, brother. Much oh, love. Sorry, guys. 603, the last call. We're going to get through them all. I think you are unmuted. Quick comment question for Zach, please. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. It's uh, Fred from New Hampshire. Hey, what's up, Fred? What's up? Glad man? to hear your voice, man. Hey, um, I just traveled the whole entire East Coast in the last five months. <clears throat> I restored a lot of homes, and I can tell you, the world is awesome. Like, people are not giving up. People love the president. I've been down to Florida for three months. I'm in Maine now, and I just want to give something positive. The reason why everybody's so scared right now is because we're living in an upside-down reality. Donald Trump is now the shadow government and people don't know how to handle that because all the big fish that used to be in the hiding, they're all front and center. So I think Trump is still pulling a lot of strings in the background and keep up with great work that you guys are doing because what we're doing is exactly what he wants us to do. And we're making ourselves known public. We're in the forefront. We're taking over the news. We're taking over the media. We're taking over the internet. We're taking over everything. So the main thing is everybody has to maintain positivity, and we have to take back our local governments, our school districts, everything from the bottom mm-hmm. up. And it's time for the people to take over power. We can't rely on the government. The last thing we want is a big government. We want a small government. So the people have to make their voices heard. They have to let people know what's going on. One thing I would suggest is. On Foxhole, get a hold of Methods. Add Mike, Mike Magnificent. He is a um, right side broadcast announcer and reporter. He's just signed up his own webpage or his own podcast. Yeah, I've had him on a couple of times. I, I, we've had him. We've had him on yeah. a couple of times over the last couple of months. He's a he's a great dude, and he definitely is a is a is a fun guest. Uh, let me get uh, Matt, uh, Red Pill to uh, give me a one minute uh, uh, thoughts on on that before I let you go. Thank you for joining us, Fred. I I think the friend's like absolutely right. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, what I said earlier about the the left being able to organize. Uh, you know, I we are. As a people, as a as a movement, you know, I mean, we're more interested 
in uh, the responsibilities that we have in our lives uh, than we are in activism. And I think that we need to balance that out because the only way that we are going to affect change is if we get out there and, and we're very vocal about it and we actually do take over state, local, and federal government. You know, I mean, we need to be in office. We need to replace the swamp. Uh, and uh, and that there's a lot of various levels that that can happen at, whether it's, you know, city council or county commissioner, school board, uh, all across the all across the board. You know, there are many different ways that we can get involved and, uh, and, and, and affect positive change, but we need a lot more people to do it. Fred, can I say one last thing? Yes, make it quick, please. Okay. I think, Mike, what he said yesterday, unfortunately, this is a divorce. The divorce is between the right and left, the positive and negative, the patriots and the leftists, the liberals. Um, the country is going to be split. That's what they want. You're going to stand for your belief, and who knows how it's going to work out, but you just have to stand for your belief, and we all have to get together. Thank you, Fred. God bless you, brother. True. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it, Fred. Much love, brother. See you, Fred. All right. We somehow got all of them in there. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Red Pill, thank you so much for your time. I know you have a lot to do. Tell us what your schedule is upcoming. What's your normal show schedule, and what do you have upcoming, please? Well, every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern time, I have uh, Occam's Razor with my new co-host, Craig Mason. Uh, Methods is uh, is uh, running things over at Foxhole, and he's got uh, his own life that he's got to be hanging out with and, and uh, taking care of right now. So for the time being, Craig Mason is filling in uh, on Occam's Razor, and then also Sundays at 7 for Comfy Sunday. Um, generally, Monday through Thursday between like 4.30 and 7 o'clock, Used to be always at six o'clock, but now it's just I've had to kind of let that schedule go because um, a lot of things are changing all around me all the time. So, um, you know, sometimes I get my show out a little bit earlier. Sometimes I get it out a little bit later. Sometimes I do two short episodes instead of one episode. But you can basically assume that uh, every day uh, between six and seven, I will have at least one show out. Uh, and then on uh, Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern and then Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, that's when I do uh, uh, Friday and Saturday night live stream. I have interviews and then the, the call in show in the second hour. And um, yeah, still seven days a week, still getting it out there. You can find everything at redpill78news.com. Um, uh, Rumble just activated live streaming. However, it costs $100 a month to sign up to do it. So I may or may not um, be live streaming on Rumble later. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, so a hundred bucks a month and maybe I get my show out to another couple thousand people. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen or uh, if it's just going to be, you know, throwing a hundred bucks down the drain. So uh, might happen or uh, I might just wait till they make it free. Say again, who you have on tonight and tomorrow? Uh, tonight is going to be Crypto Beatles, and then tomorrow night it's Anna Garner and Dr. Peter McCullough. We're going to be talking about the uh, forced COVID uh, vaccinations and then uh, the health effects of the uh, COVID vaccine larger. Excellent. God bless you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to hang with us. I really appreciate it. Joe, last thoughts before we let Red Pill go. Uh, thanks so much again, Red Pill, for being here. I really appreciate everybody out in chat, all the callers. I really appreciate all your guys' comments, the great calls. And don't forget to catch me and the Texans Sunday night for a little country, a uh, little country playing, a little hanging out, a little laid back fun. You guys have a great weekend. We'll catch you all soon. 
And with Thanks that, for having me, guys. I appreciate you very much, bro. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you for joining us. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Do me a favor this weekend. Just turn it all off. Go outside. Enjoy the weather. Just kind of hang out. Get get it, get your mind, set your mind free, and then go hang out with uh, Zach on uh, Saturday night and Sunday night. God bless you all. We'll see you guys on Monday, Sunday night with Joe, and then back here on Monday. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.